0: Welcome to Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I am also the host of Love From the Hip.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. This show was created to put your skepticism of the unknown to rest and to make spiritual sense.
0: Today on Go Beyond the Veil, we are thrilled to have as our guest, Mark Lanehart, who is an internationally distinguished spiritual medium. Mark's work is a radio show host, metaphysical teacher, holistic healer, Inspirational thought leader and writer are to serve, guide, teach, transform, and inspire others in connecting to spirit, self, and this wonderful world all around us. With his own near-death experience, or NDE, and several personal tragedies, Mark has spent the last several years deciphering and demystifying the sensational subject matter of death and dying. And he now strives to help others from around the world to tap into and flex their own intuitive muscles and abilities. Mark's focus, energy, direction, and goals ever since those dark days of death and dying has been to change this appearance in society that is okay, natural, and even cool to be sensitive to your surroundings, spirit, what is unseen, and to embrace your abilities as you would your other five senses.
1: More than 63% of the world's population and all major religions believe that after the spirit has left the body, it moves on to another existence. According to various ideas about the afterlife, the essential aspect of the individual that lives on after death may be some partial element or the entire soul or spirit of an individual, which carries with it and may confer personal identity. Mediums are individuals who were born with or have developed the ability to communicate with a person's consciousness after their physical body has died. Mediumship has been documented and utilized by many cultures throughout history. However, it did not gain widespread popularity until the spiritualist movement in the mid 19th century. Today, mediumship is a widely understood concept and there have been many reputable studies conducted to validate this phenomenon. In an an effort to answer the age old questions and ease suffering around dying, death, and what comes next.
0: Today on the show, Mark will share his knowledge and experiences as a trained and tested spiritual medium. We'll discuss how it works and the benefits of connecting with our loved ones that have passed on. Plus, you will have the chance to connect with your lost loved one, too. So stick around after this quick break.
2: Of treatment and a pound of protection. Call 206 or go to Sakura
0: Alternative Talk eleven fifty. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today, we have the pleasure of having Mark Lanehart on our show. Mark is an award-winning, internationally respected, and testic, psychic, and spiritual medium.
0: Hey, Mark. Thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, Mark.
3: Hey, Rory. Hey, Sakura. Hey, to all your listeners out there. How are you guys doing?
1: We are doing great.
0: (laughs) As best as we can. (laughs) New norm. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, so jumping right in, Mark, uh, you define yourself as a spiritual medium, and how would you describe mediumship, and what's the difference between a medium and a psychic?
3: You bet. Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me back. Uh, first time on this show, but I've, I've, had a, I've been on a few times with Sakura on From the Hype, so it's always fun to uh, reach out and connect and go prospecting, as I like to say, spiritual prospecting for your own spiritual gold. And how I would define mediumship, I'm a British trained medium, so when this journey started for me well over a decade ago, I didn't really understand, I always thought they were one and the same. You always hear about psychic mediums, and there really is a big difference when it comes to understanding what what mediumship is, the essence of mediumship. And that is really connecting with somebody that once lived life and then through death passed into um, you know, there's many different, uh, depending on where you're, you're raised in the world, there's many different religions. Some call it heaven. Uh, for us spiritualists, we call it the etheric plane or the etheric world. Uh, some call it summer land. There, there's a lot of different names for it. But you transition over into a, a different state of being, a different state of consciousness, a different state of energy. And mediumship is really being the voice for those that once lived and bringing back their essence, their their memories, their love, their uh, maybe their stubbornness or maybe their uh, you know uh, their ways in life to communicate with the person that comes to see you we call a sitter and what is really different from that compared to psychic the psychic is really breaking down if you get to the root word of psychic it means of the soul and so when you have a psychic reading the psychic is really more focused in on the energy of you uh, the person that's living it could be their uh, love life so it could be their um, their career. It can be, you know, am I going to move? Or, you know, some people ask me, what's the winning lottery numbers, Mark? Or when am I going to die? I'm not that type of psychic. psychic I don't get into lottery numbers or when you're going to die, because that's really your journey. And the spirit world doesn't care about money. We're the only species that pays to live here. So, um, But the difference between the two, Rory, is mediumship is connecting with those that are no longer living. And Psychic is really connecting with the energy in the auric field of the person that is living and the difference between the two.
1: So I imagine a medium is almost like a translator in some way, shape or form.
3: Yeah, you know, that's a great way to put it, because, you know, the medium itself is really between two things. It's it's literally like uh, I always describe this osmosis. It's like information passes through me as a membrane and I am the translator. And as a translator, you know, you're always subject to get things wrong or uh, misconceptions or, you know, interpretation is wrong. But when you start to open up to the spirit world or the unseen world and have a relationship uh, through, again, good, you know, discipline and dedication and mentorship, you can really start to hear the voice of spirit. Now, when I say hear the voice, I don't actually hear it with my physical eardrum. It's more a, a lot of times an impression or a feeling that I see in my mind or I always say they, they feed me breadcrumbs. And if I follow the breadcrumb trail, uh, we can usually get to that information, but is it always right? No, um, you know, it's, it's everybody's looking for that wow factor, that evidential piece of information that can come through. But with my work and what I do, it's also allowing the person that I'm interacting with to feel the essence of the spirit person that's trying to come through, not just give you a reading, but you know, give you the understanding that your loved one, uh, whether it's your fur baby or it's your uncle, it's your mom, it's your dad, That they're always ever just a thought away and that you can always tune in and feel them uh, make their presence known. And you don't always have to go through a medium. I don't personally believe that you have to go through a medium. It's better if you go through a medium to get the information professionally. But just like the wind, you can feel the wind outside. You can feel the spirit world, which is just only ever a thought away.
0: So there goes my first question, Mark. I was going to ask you for the winning lottery numbers, but we'll go to the next question. Um, So you were were saying that they present you images. So what claries kick in for you? What happens when you're connecting with those that have passed on? Yeah, so you. when
3: I started when I started this journey, it was really trying to understand is this my imagination or is this really something? You know, I, I have a very I come from a background of logic and reasoning and life saving with, you know, many years in the Coast Guard and retired firefighter EMT. And so I've always been in that left analytical brain. And when I started to go down the spiritual path of mediumship and understanding what it is, I had a really tough time deciphering, okay, is this my imagination or is this really somebody trying to talk to me to get information through? And what happens is most people, not everybody, but a lot of us that start developing as mediums, work with our clairvoyance, which is the ability to see in your mind without seeing your, without using your eyes. But you just get an image that flashes into your mind. That's called clairvoyance or claircine. Then we, a lot of people move into clairsentience, which is the feeling, like you just have this feeling that you know something is. Uh, around you are aware of something and again the skin is the largest organ on the body so it just makes sense that that's kind of the first way that you can tune in to what is unseen is by using your clairvoyance and your clairsentience i um, have a strong clairvoyance of what i see in my mind and then also a a sense of claircognizance it's just like i know that there's something here i know that they're showing me this for a reason let's go prospecting to see what unfolds to see if we can find that spiritual gold through a message Mm -hmm. or evidence
0: Are you hearing anything as well?
3: At times I I do hear a lot of music Uh, with Mm -hmm. my mediumship. I I do incorporate a lot of music songs that I could hear. You know, it's like almost hearing it in the background and you hear this song streaming, like, you know, would you understand why I'm hearing uh, a certain song? And they say, well, yes, that's a song that they used at his funeral or her funeral uh, you know, in it, it, and, and so it's that type of impression which we call clear audience, which is the ability to hear. And I get a lot of music references with my mediumship. Movies and music seem to be how the <laughs> spirit world likes to connect with me.
0: <laughs> Those must be your favorites.
3: Yes, and that's how they work. They work okay. on your preferences, your database of information, and what you like in life. They'll find a way to connect through what you enjoy in life.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, we're going to take a break, but remember, this is a live show, and if you would like Mark to try to connect with one of your loved ones on the other side, then feel free to call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527 after this quick break.
4: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at roryreich.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-E-I-C-H dot com. Peach Buzz is great
2: What a concept. Sakura Skin & Mind wants you to look your very best, and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Did you know that your skin is your
0: body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows. And has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B R I O T E C H USA.com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com.
2: Secura skin and mind understands everything is connected that's why sakura offers mind modalities as well as clinical skin care services hypnotherapy reiki microneedling dermaplaning facials and more with over 17 years of experience Secura has offered intuition guidance and results for her clients sakura skin and mind treating the inside to treat the outside keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com that's S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com
0: Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk
1: 1150.
0: Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today, we had the pleasure of having Mark Lanehut on our show. Mark is an award-winning, internationally respected, and testic psychic, uh, psychic and spiritual medium.
0: And remember, if you would like to have a free mediumship reading, call one eight eight two nine eight 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. So let's go ahead and go right to the phone lines here. We've got, I believe it's Jeannie from Chicago. Jeannie, are you there? Yes, I am. All right. Well, what's your? Do you have a particular person that you would like to tr- try to connect with with Mark?
5: Uh, yes, my mother. Okay. Yosiko. Panic.
3: So it's Jeannie from Chicago. Yes.
5: Hi, Jeannie. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm I still am here am with Ch- uh, the coronavirus and quarantine, so that's why I'm calling from Chicago. I normally live in Arizona.
3: Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's funny, as uh, I was just listening to you talk, because, yeah, you know, with, when I start working, uh, it's like a spiritual box of chocolates. I pop off the top, we see what unfolds. Uh, but I do have to say, um, I was already feeling uh, the mother presence, because mother Day was, Mother's Day just happened, so happy Mother's Day, and I could already feel the essence of mom wanting to come through. What was your mom's name in life, please? Yoshiko. Yoshiko? Okay. Um, it's funny because what I'm the first impression that I'm drawn to with your mom uh, is I want to talk about the gardening. I want to talk about the plants. I want to talk about, now I know we're in quarantine. I know we're all inside. Uh, but there's an essence about either her or you in a connection to either trimming plants or gardening with the plants. So what would you understand about why she's making me feel this impression about her?
5: Um, well, um, for one thing, yeah, I do prune, prune all my my trees and stuff in Arizona when I was there and my bushes and planted okay. a lot of, um, you know, flowers and that around my house.
3: And right now we don't get to do that. Right. Cause you're in Chicago. So there's no pruning of the plants, but I have to say, exactly. I, I feel with, uh, Jeannie with your mom, that there's a memory here that there was also a teaching opportunity from her, uh, about teaching you about tr- trimming or pruning the plants is what she, what she's showing me is a Mr. Miyagi, uh, cutting the little uh, bonsai tree if you will. So I feel with her that that was passed down. That's something that she would have enjoyed in life. And you can tell me yes, no, or I'm not sure. That's all the information I need. But I, I'm seeing the the karate kid, Mr. Miyagi, trimming the, uh, uh, the bonsai tree, if you will. So I know that there was something that she had handed down and even including could be some shears or an actual pruning tool that would still be in the family that would have been used by her. Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and they were farmers, too.
3: Oh, beautiful. So, what I what just the message I'd have for you from your mom today. Obviously, I know that you've been talking to her. I know that Mother's Day is always a difficult time. Uh, you know, but I always remind people that they're they they may be gone in body, but they're forever present in their memories, their love, their essence. And when you're out pruning that next plant when you do make it back to Arizona, and you will, um, I always I I want to say too, I feel like you've named a plant after her or a tree after her. Is this true? Uh-huh. Okay. That's a, that's a yes?
5: Um, I didn't hear the last part. I'm sorry. I was outside. I'm sorry. Uh,
3: no amazing. problem. Naming, oh, do you sorry. actually have a plant named after your mom or a tree or a plant named after your mom? Okay. I sure will. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's ask, he's asking if you have a tree named after her already.
5: Oh, no. You know, she loved gardenias, and that's what I had planted in my yard.
3: Awesome. Well, what I want you to do is I want you to talk to the gardenias, not that your mom is a gardenia, but what she'll do is she'll use that to trigger a thought or a memory and name the gardenias after your mom to honor her, but also connect with her through power of nature. Nature's a great way to connect to the unseen world. Okay. Okay, great. All right. Thanks for calling in.
0: Thanks for calling Jeannie. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. Bye bye. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take our next caller. We've got Liz on the line from Seattle. Liz, are you there? I'm here. Hi, thank you. Hi, Liz. Hi,
1: Liz. Hi,
6: Liz. Hi, hi, Mark.
0: Do you have a particular person you would like to connect with, or Uh, you just want to? Okay, your father.
3: Yeah, I was going to say I I got a strong male presence here, Liz. And uh, nice to meet you, Liz. Um, Hope you're staying safe during this uh, unprecedented time in our history. Um, And just please, just tell me yes or no, or I'm not sure. Uh, It just helps me to go back to you know, meet your father. I'm meeting him for the first time, right? We've never met. I don't think we've ever worked together. True?
6: Um, What was your, uh, there's some kind of feedback.
3: Oh, okay.
6: I can't quite hear what you said. He's
0: asking if you've ever, if he's ever worked with you before, Liz?
6: Um, No, I think maybe a couple years ago, I might have um, asked a question about, my dad was still alive then.
5: Okay.
3: Okay. It's interesting because I feel a familiarity, like I have worked with you before. Oh, yeah. uh, That's a quick quick call. Yeah. And it's interesting that you said uh, your father wasn't alive at the time, but he has since moved into the spirit world. And with his essence, I do feel that he was a very dedicated worker. Like he worked from this job. He just makes me feel like he's showing me a watch. Is what he's showing me from the spirit world. You know, back in the day when you'd work for a long time, you'd get like this retirement gift of a watch. Uh-huh. But would you understand the connection to a watch or a retirement gift that would still be in the family around your father, please?
6: Well, I don't. I don't think he got a watch, but I do know I have his watch.
3: Okay, that's okay. That's just my way of trying to yeah. connect. It's it's showing me about the watch, and he's always he's actually saying, "Liz, you got to stop and smell the roses. You're always go go go." And time is always against us. There's the old saying at the end of the day, we're another day at the end of the day, we're another day older. He's actually uh, talking about slowing down and smelling the roses. So next time you see a rose, Mm -hmm. I want you to stop and actually smell it and say hi, dad. And I also want you to pay attention to the hummingbird. He's talking about the hummingbird. Oh, yeah. um, Particularly coming around that you see it. That's his way of coming through. Not that he's a hummingbird. It's just a way to trigger the emotion and the memories of your father, but also specifically the watch and the hummingbird uh, is, is letting you know that he's very much around you all the time. You know, you already know this, Liz.
6: Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I did hear a song, um, Night and Day today. That was my parents' song. And whenever I hear that, that was a song before he died. I said, I want a, a song message from you. And that's the song that we decided on.
3: There you go. And I love that you're listening to the spirit world and the voice of spirit. Because that's, again, they don't have a voice to talk. So they find other ways to connect, signs, symbols, synergy, synchronistic events. And when you're open to it, you'll be amazed at just how close they are to us. And they're just a thought away. Or in your case, Liz, a song away.
5: Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Hey,
0: thanks a lot. Thanks for calling, Liz. Bye. Bye. So Mark, I want to ask you really quick, do you also smell things like when you're seeing the gardenias and the roses? Are you smelling? Yeah, the roses as
3: well? I can smell tremendously. Like that's how he got me to say, stop and smell the roses because yeah. Liz was going, going, going. That's why I think he started with the watch and time. Uh-huh. Because we're a species that measures our life by time. No other species on the planet does that. Right. And then I can smell the actual fragrance of the roses where he said get her to stop and smell the roses and and we'll see if she actually, I hope that she does um, when she sees a rose. I always remind people that some of the best evidence comes after the connection or reading with me because you're open and aware to it. And it wouldn't surprise me if she's walking, doing a walk, and she sees a rose and says, Oh, I'm going to smell this rose. Hi dad. And that's how (laughs) it it can be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be this big wow, evidential piece of information. It can just be simply a rose or the first car was a gardenia and, you know, seeing Mr. Miyagi trimming the, actual bonsai tree and she actually still had the tool of her mom to actually prune those trees huh. that's how the connection can work
0: and the movie references for you
3: there's that's great uh
1: mark you know when we spoke earlier you mentioned that you had your own NDE or near-death experience do you think that's why you're able to connect with the other side
3: it is you know um uh, there are many there are many called, but fewer chosen in this field. Uh, and I personally believe that because I did not want to do this work. This is not something I actually wanted to retire from the fire service. Um, you know, I wanted I was going to go to work for Seattle Fire. I was number one on the list and obviously due to injury, I had to retire and find a new direction. And through my first NDE when I was five years old, I had fallen out of a tree and was in a coma for three days. And I remember walking with what I called at the time the shadow people. Now, for your listeners, that's nothing to be scared of. It's not Hollywood based. They weren't, you know, shadow people to, to harm me or scare me. It's just my interpretation of them where they were very tall. They didn't have a sexual orientation. They weren't male. They weren't female. They were just kind of shadowy and they were holding my hand, showing me around. And so for me, that was kind of my first interaction at the age of five. And then my second NDE came when I was in a river accident at the age of 27. And I had towed the line of the other side with great peace and love and didn't really want to come back but also the tra- what I call traumas and tragedies, TNT, that triggered my transformation. I lost my brother uh, to murder, and then three days later, my older brother was diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Both had since moved into the spirit world. And then my father-in-law at the time was also diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, and he too moved into the spirit world. So I take all of that combined, that trauma and tragedy or the TNT that blew my life up, And I believe and feel that's why the spirit world started to work with me because of the great uh, transformations. And that's really where I started to become the intuitive prospector, because I really wanted to prospect to have understanding of what it is that I do. But also, this is pseudoscience. You can't prove what I do. You can't disprove what I do because it's more of a feeling. And I, you know, coming from that logical reasoning background, I wanted to understand the science of it, the nature of it. And I always tell people I'm either a really good guesser or there's something to this. And with the hundreds of readings, probably thousands of readings I've done now around the world, I'm not a good guesser. It's the voice of spirit coming through me to give the information as best as I can.
0: Mm, Fantastic. That's great. Well, with that, we're going to have to take another break. So everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil.
4: A health crisis is one of the most challenging situations we will experience in our lifetime. It leaves us frightened, confused, and asking, Why did this happen to me? Transformational coach Rory Reich experienced his healing crisis when the life he had so carefully constructed came crumbling down around him. The universe had offered him a challenge. He chose to accept it and to rediscover who he was before it was too late. In his book, Transform Yourself Through Disease, Rory shares his personal journey alongside eight practical steps to help those who are stuck realize their self-impairing beliefs and discover ways of transforming them so they can reclaim their health and create the life of their dreams. Don't let your health crisis define you. Take the next step and transform yourself today. For a free life coaching consultation, contact Rory at RoryReich.com. That's R-O-R-Y. R-E-I-C-H dot com.
7: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com.
2: Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives.
6: Need help
0: getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Welcome back to this episode of Go Beyond the Veil. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, intuitive energy healer, and your host, Sakura Sutter.
1: And I am transformational coach, author, and your host, Rory Reich. Join us here on KKNW at 2 to 3 p.m. every second Wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense. Today we have the pleasure of having Mark Lanehut on our show. Mark is an award-winning, internationally respected, and tested psychic and spiritual medium. So, Mark, as you were talking, one of the things that really struck me was this idea of um, mediumship not necessarily relaying and conveying um, information between two people as much as just bridging a connection between someone that has passed on and that um, ideally, that they are walking away knowing that they still have a connection to somebody that they really care about and kind of, um, you know, validating this idea that people are not lost, they are always with us.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, and when I explain that process, because I was raised as a Catholic. You Catholicism, and you know what was taught to me was that this was a far-off place you know heaven or hell you know depending on your belief system and that you had to travel to a far-off place and as i started to unfold and learn more about spiritualism and mediumship I realized that it's not actually in a far off place. It's actually a world within a world. It's a different vibration. It's a different frequency. Think of it like a cell phone worry that if you don't have the right frequency or you don't tune into the right frequency on your radio station, you can't find KK and W unless you actually, you know, do a little work and do a little prospecting to tune into that. And when you realize that, you know, we live on a round planet metaphysically, you can't go up or down to heaven or hell as we're taught because we're on a round planet. So metaphysically, it's impossible to actually go uh, up or down. And when you start to realize that it's just like the spiritual wind, if you look outside and you see the trees blowing back and forth, you'd understand that the wind is moving those trees, but you don't see the wind with your physical eye. And the spirit world or the etheric plane or heaven is very much like that. It's more felt versus seen, but us as humans want to see it. Before we start believing it, and mm-hmm. I teach just the opposite: believe it, see it, achieve it, or ask, believe, receive, and then perceive what you're based on uh, the information that you are getting and what the spirit world is trying to connect with you. Just like the air we're breathing, we all know we need air, but we don't actually see it, but we know we need it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like you know one of my quotes that I love from C.S. Lewis that he talks about when you're thinking in terms of energy and um, you know you don't have a soul you are a soul and you have a body. And I think we sometimes forget that, that we came as energy and a soul first to have a human physical experience. And when you work with your other senses, just like your five senses, the, you bring the eclairs and you incorporate that into your journey, you start to see the world differently. Nikola Tesla reminds us, if you want to unlock the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And when you, when you tune into that, you'll start to see some things that you've never seen or felt before, just like the microscope, you know, unless it was seen, there was a debate for 300 years before Mm -hmm. the microscope came into play that if you didn't see it, it didn't exist. Well, the microscope changed that, didn't it? The telescope and what we think we know about our universe changed that. And we're still learning to this day of what is unseen. And there's a lot of uh, information in that spectrum of what is unseen.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that example.
0: Well, let's go ahead. We've got Darcy on the phone from Haynesville. Darcy, are you there? I am. Thank you for waiting so patiently. So is there yeah. someone that you would like to connect with?
6: Yes, my father. His name is Wendell, and he passed away December 3rd, um, 2018.
3: Hi, Darcy. Where, where, what town are
6: you in? What's the name of your town? <laughs> Nobody's heard of it. It's a little town named Hansville. Hans- um, <laughs> so It's north of uh, Kingston, Washington, across
3: Edmonds Ferry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know Kingston. On okay.
6: Kitsap yeah. Peninsula. Yeah. It's, Got it. It's a okay. little well, down
3: up, as far up as you can get. Awesome. Well, nice to meet you. And uh, I know nice you want to connect you with Mark. your father, but I have to say I'm seeing from the spirit world. What I'm seeing with your father is I want to talk about a bicycle here. And he's on a bicycle riding in the spirit world. He's much younger. He doesn't want to be remembered of how he passed. So I know with his passing was uh, either difficult or hooked up to stuff. He makes me feel. Feel mm-hmm. like he's riding outside on a bike, and I also feel like you've got a fur baby in the spirit world. So there's, there's an animal with him that I'm supposed to also relate to you. So would you understand having a fur baby in the spirit world directly connected to you, please?
6: Hmm. He had a, a dog when he was a little boy, talked about named Blackie.
3: Okay. So <laughs> that's
6: all I could think would of. You not, also- not-
3: so no for you, but yes for your dad, because that's the vision that he's shown. Remember, I talked about clairvoyance and the image that I'm seeing. But I also mm-hmm. want to talk about a memory here with you, Darcy. Um, now, is it Darcy with a Y or Darcy with an I? Because there's a joke around this as well, the spelling of your name I'm supposed to talk <laughs> it's about.
6: Darcy with a Y, with a Y. Okay,
3: Why is he making me feel like I need to talk about your the spelling of your last name? Like there's a running joke or there's something like you always have to remind people about your spelling of your name. Mm.
6: No, I, there, not anything that I can think of
3: on okay. that. No. Would you understand the bicycle reference, though, for you specifically growing up? The memory I, of the
6: bike? I, um, I rode a bike a lot. I don't ever remember my dad riding a bike.
3: Um, no, no. This is for you. The bicycle. He's riding a bicycle in the spirit world, but I'm supposed to talk to you about the bicycle because there's a memory here of like taking the training wheels off, the bicycle that you had, because you need to do that again. You need to get back on the bike is the message of what he's talking about. That's, so, yeah,
6: that's great. I used to ride my bike a lot, and I haven't recently. So
3: yeah, that's a so great it's, idea. It's, it's actually he actually means get on the bike or metaphor, metaphorically speaking, get back on the bike of what has been beating you down or, or you know, besides COVID-19 and this coronavirus that you're all experiencing. <laughs> but also get back on the bike. And I know that you've been talking to him recently um, because – where's the connection to now i know you said you're over in kingston but i want to go north to mount baker i want to go north towards canada for some reason with him and i feel like there's a memory here or a cabin or a ski event that he's taking me. he wants to take me north please Hmm. so you would just say i don't know just let me go back yeah would you understand the connection to a cabin for your father though please for your family the family cabin or going north to the cabin well
6: my grandparents my grandparents had a cabin in um paris in idaho
3: okay that's also their your this is your grandparents way of also coming through if it's not directly related to your dad the grandparents want to get a little toe in this message here as well uh, <laughs> just letting you know that you know the the cabin that they're talking about but also getting back on the bike that would be the specific message i'd have for you today is get back on the bike and I feel with his, his mannerisms, Darcy, that he was a man that never gave up, never gave in, even to the, the last breath uh, of the fight that he had. Would you understand the passing of him fighting the sickness, please?
6: Um, he he actually had a, oh pancreatic cancer and he didn't have any he didn't feel sick until the for about a year. In fact the morning that he He passed three days later. He told his friends at the coffee group, that I don't think I have cancer. I think the doctors were wrong. And then he got sick that that night and passed within three days. And he he lived his life fully and without pain and really didn't think about cancer at all until... And then he was, you know, he was pretty much um, in a coma, but he came right back out amazingly to say that he loved my sister and my mom. You know, it just was a really... He was strong. He wanted to get up and walk when he was yeah, he was hooked up to a lot of things, but he passed very peacefully.
3: Yeah. And, and I just feel his mannerisms did, um, and his essence. He never gave up, he never gave in, and he's right in the bike. He never gave up. That's true. And he's not connected to anything. He is he is a, he is just a thought away, all right, my friend?
6: Thank you.
0: Thanks for thank so much.
3: Much. Thanks Darcy. Nice to
0: talk
6: with you guys.
1: Thanks you for too. calling.
0: So, Mark, can I ask you how long someone is in the spirit world for? Is there a window of time that you're able to connect with that spirit? Yeah.
3: Well, for all your, your skeptical listeners out there, I always remind it's, you know, it's, it's healthy to have that skeptical mindset. Uh, and that question specifically, I wouldn't say it's a time frame because we're the only species that measures our life by time. So when we move into the spirit world, time is more of a physical orientation of what we as humans allocate. So I, I personally, in my readings and my experiences, uh, you know I always I do, you know um, recommend that people don't have a reading with a medium a, you know, right after a, a funeral or right after a tragic event because you want to honor your grief. You want to have mourning and everybody grieves differently, but you want to be in a place to be receptive to the messages that can come through. And when you're in a grieving energy and a grieving mindset, it's very hard to be open to anything, right? And for those of for those of us that have lost loved ones, family members, friends, uh, fur babies, um, I always recommend at least four to six months before you decide to have a a reading with a medium, just for the fact that you want to honor your grief and you do that through the power of mourning and everybody grieves and mourns differently. But for the time aspect, I've actually connected with people that actually haven't died that are in a coma or have severe Alzheimer's or have severe dementia because the consciousness of the mind has moved on into the etheric world, but the physical body remains. So again, for me, that's where I really started getting through the illusion of time, because I do think that time is illusion and past, present and future on the other side all happen simultaneously.
1: Oh, that's great. So, so that makes me wonder about the whole concept of reincarnation. And I'd love for you to talk about <laughs> your beliefs in reincarnation and kind of how that plays into, this idea of people either a simultaneously having some portion of them living in the spirit world, uh, either indefinitely, um, or that they live in the spirit world for some portion of time and come back, or that's all just happening simultaneously.
3: Yeah, so that's a great question, Rory. In fact, that I didn't always believe in reincarnation, to be honest with you. Uh, I actually um, started to have experiences with my own journey. And I, and I would say that that's, you know, it's subjective to everybody. Everybody has their own personal belief when it comes to reincarnation. I can tell you historically and based on written scriptures, there's almost every single religion around the world has referenced reincarnation in some form, some way. Uh, whether you come back as a man or a woman or a, an animal, uh, there is references historically to reincarnation. I personally with kind of that skeptical mindset and that logical mindset was like, well, it's pseudoscience. I can't prove that I have, and I can't disprove that I have it. But when I went to England for the first time in 2009 to study uh, mediumship at a college, there's an actual college in England that I went to study at. When I got to that part of the country, I felt like I had been there before. I knew where things were. Uh, I, I it was very uncomfortable feeling to be honest with you because I couldn't rationalize and I couldn't analyze why i felt the way that i did and that was kind of my first experience with reincarnation long story short i did some of my ancestry. Uh, com family tree uh dna I actually did dna and would guess where i came from in the world from my dna i came from that part of the country and actually have a third cousin in stansted england where the college is located that reached out to me so that for me is yeah. kind of the, the cherry on top like okay yeah <laughs> i understand but as far as reincarnation. I, I believe it's personal to everybody's experience, but we've all had deja vus. We've all had this sense of knowing something, why we, but we don't know why we know it. And we refer to that as soul amnesia. Mm-hmm. And that's the soul's recognition. Like I said, C.S. Lewis was saying that you don't have a soul. You are a soul and you have a body. And when the soul has that recognition, whether it's deja vu or familiar, familiarity or awareness to whether it's a person or a place or a thing, the, the soul amnesia is in place because you're here this time around to have free will and choice to make the decisions based on your life. And if you already have information ahead of time, then that may change your free will and choice, which could change the course of your life. So I always remind people that free will and choice are your most powerful gift and power while you're here, but you don't always get to remember why you are here, because you would choose differently. Like I totally resonate with World War II. Like right now, I'm totally binge watching Hunt and Hitler on Prime, <laughs> because I resonate with um, World War II. I resonate with Winston Churchill. I resonate with that whole time period. I don't know why, but I would say it's probably chalked up to reincarnation because I had a presence there before.
1: Right. Got it,
0: that's great. <laughs> so we're gonna have to take a quick break. So everyone stick around for more Go Beyond the Veil. Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all around daily skincare regimen. Try Briotech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have Briotech Topical Skin Spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations? Redness? Post procedure sensitivities? Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com. That's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A dot com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com.
1: What's your story? Have you ever sat with that question and looked to your heart for the answer? It's time to explore the real you. Tune in Thursdays from 4pm to 5pm for the brand new show Story You with Coach Debbie. Debbie and her guests have a mission to inspire and coach you to find your voice. If you need direction Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. If you want to be an author, Story You with Coach Debbie is for you. Tune in Thursdays at 4pm and be inspired.
2: Sakura Skin and Mind understands everything is connected. That's why Sakura offers mind modalities as well as clinical skin care services. Hypnotherapy, Reiki, microneedling, dermaplaning, facials and more. With over 17 years of experience, Sakura has offered intuition, guidance and results for her clients. Sakura Skin and Mind, treating the inside to treat the outside. Keeping your skin beautiful while bringing out a healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. Learn more at Secura Skin and mind mind.com that's s-a-k-u-r-a skin and mind.com
0: exploring new territory every day
1: this is alternative talk 1150
0: welcome back to this episode of go beyond the veil i'm spiritual hypnotherapist intuitive energy healer and your host sakura sutter
1: and i am transformational coach author and your host rory reich join us here on kknw at 2 to 3 p.m every second wednesday of each month as we try to put your skepticism to rest and make spiritual sense Today, we have the pleasure of having Mark Lanehart on our show. Mark is an award-winning, internationally respected, and testic psychic and spiritual medium.
0: So, Mark, since you kind of brought up World War, right? So, let's talk about the current world situation. Is it affecting your work at all?
3: Yeah, actually, I'm more busier now than uh, before COVID. (laughs) A lot of people, you know, are... are, uh, you know, wanting readings, uh, doing, of course, everything is either phone, video, or email online, given the current uh, state that we find ourselves in. But yeah, I'm very busy, uh, you know, with people wanting the psychic readings about, you know, what's going to happen with this COVID-19, um, you know, this this virus. And it's, it's interesting uh, because I had learned about this virus back the day after Christmas. And so I started looking into the energy of this, in this pandemic. At that time, it was an epidemic. It wasn't a pandemic yet. And the three words that really kept coming to me on my podcast of Inspired Living Radio was my psychic predictions of the great coming together, sustainability, and self-mastery. And where we find ourselves, yes, these are these are troubling times, uh, but this too shall pass. And through this, there will be great transformation. I always remind people that the caterpillar requires a season of isolation in order to become the butterfly and we're seeing that already. I mean, I just saw an alligator in the the canals of Venice. Who would have thought that you'd see alligators in the canals of Venice? Yeah. Uh, the planet's healing, the, the planet's teaching. Uh, nature is our greatest teacher and our greatest uh, uh, inspirer. And right now uh, we're in a timeout because we haven't been behaving very good as human beings. And uh, this too shall pass, but there is some great transformations that are going to take place through this.
0: Now, are you being bombarded with more communication? Are there more spirits on the other side right now?
3: Yeah, with the amount of, you know, the amount of people that are moving with this virus. Now, on average, there's about 50,000 souls a day that do transition globally around the planet from different, you know, car accidents, you know, just health conditions. Um, so that's a normal thing. But this is on top of the normal of these, uh, you know, tragic events of people moving to the spirit world. And Yeah, I've been a little bit bombarded, um, you know, just as an empathy standpoint, can feel a great sadness, you know, because things have changed. People can't say goodbye like they normally would. You can't go in and hold your mom's hand as she transitions into the spirit world because of this virus. People don't have their normal uh, grieving process and burial process Mm. like they normally would outside of this virus. And that's very tragic. And I'm getting a lot of uh, hits. Where I have to kind of turn it off and be like i you know i can't it's a little over over um it can be if you allow it you're always in control uh but you have to be able to set your boundaries and also be able to know when to turn it off and turn it on otherwise you'll just be uh you know just bombarded all the time
6: right
1: uh so i'm curious do you think anyone can learn to be a medium um and if so what are some tips for uh, connecting with the spirit world
3: yeah, you know, I'm on the fence with that one because I always say if I can do it, anybody can do it. I don't think I'm very special at all. Um, when it comes to mediumship, you know, I do feel that many are called, but few are chosen. When it comes to this, I think everybody can connect into their psychic awareness, their intuition, which is the language of the soul. But as far as when it comes to mediumship, there, there's you know, there's a great discipline in doing mediumship. That's a you know, working on a relationship with with is unseen. But also your dedication and your experiences of why you would even want to, you know, be a medium and talk to those that aren't aren't seen. Because, you know, there's a lot of health issues that can happen with mediums. There's a lot of judgment of what we do. There's a lot of different, you know, uh, skepticism and cynicism and judgment and opinions based on, you know, what we do is being fake or it's being real. Um, for me, I believe that the spirit world chose me to do this work, to be in service, but to help heal and to share my experiences of what I've gone through personally to, you know, it's almost like at times your tragedies can be a handbook for other people's inspiration, that your handbook, even though tragic to lose my brothers to murder and cancer, my father-in-law to MS and you know, all of that, that all of that trauma and tragedy can actually be a blueprint in a handbook to help somebody else and to inspire. And I found In doing this work, uh, both of you are in this field doing inspirational work as well, probably because you've got some sort of background, especially you, Rory, uh, being a transformational coach. You don't just become a transformational coach. You transformate first. You ascend. You have that alchemy process to want to become a coach to help other people, and that's usually because of the journey behind the scenes. Uh, So I don't know if everybody can be a medium. I think that the spirit world is intelligent enough and available enough that they could but it also your intentions, energy follows intentions. And I would ask people, why would you want to be a medium to begin with? If it's to be on television and have those wow moments and make, you know, millions of dollars like you see on TV, that's probably not the right field to move into as a medium because it's all about being in service, being humble and helping people heal, which in the grieving process can be very, very heavy in and in a difficult place to go to help people. But I've, I've gone through it so much that I've actually – I feel inspired to do it, and I actually get healed from the work that I do. Would that make does that make sense?
1: <laughs> yes, completely.
0: Okay. So, would you what would be the biggest thing that has changed in your life from doing mediumship?
3: Uh, lately, um, releasing things that no longer serve the higher self, the path. When you release things, it allows new things to come in like a vacuum. Um, for me, releasing things in that transformational. Uh, moving into that butterfly you know even just my health some health things that I've gone through the last year uh, relationships have changed but getting to that place where you have the butterfly speak it's hard to have butterfly speak with caterpillar people if you will and mm-hmm. so for me mm-hmm. uh, it's been enlightening um, hard and difficult but at the same time a lot of healing to acknowledge and to let go in doing and accepting what it is that I do.
1: Got it. Um, you, you touched on this a little bit, but I, I'm curious, you know, you know, that the spirits come to you when you don't ask or, or make yourself available. And if so, what do you do to turn that off?
3: You just tell them universal law applies. You're always in control. I don't get into the whole Hollywood sense that you're going to be possessed and they come, you know, there's a balance of light and dark, right? You can't have the sun without the moon. You can't have the night without the day, but you're always in control of the physical boundaries and universal law They're never going to overstep that from my experience. And if you just communicate that, whether you say it out loud or whether you say it in your mind, it's all about boundaries, but it's also about discipline, dedication, having a good mentor uh, to help you navigate the many channels of this, but also being a good development group weekly that you can, uh, you know, pay attention to the changes that come in and just, you know, acknowledge it. It, It's very simple. It doesn't have to, you know, like I said, ask, believe, receive, and then perceive what you get.
0: Hmm. That's awesome. So how can our listeners learn more about you or book a session with you, Mark?
3: Yeah, so probably the easiest way is just my website, marklanehart.com. You can internet search The Intuitive Prospector. If you have an Alexa at home, you can ask to open up Positive Living where you get daily spiritual tips from me. Uh, You can find me on my radio show. You can find me at Home Times Magazine and Radio for my articles. But I'd say the best place to go is the one-stop shop is for all your spiritual Uh, prospecting would be marklanehart.com or internet search The Intuitive Prospector.
0: Wonderful. Thanks again for being here, today.
3: Yes, thank you so so much. (laughs) It's always an honor and pleasure. And I'm always uh, honored and humbled when, you know, people want to learn about my story. And, uh, you know, as I always say, dare to dream, dare to explore, dare to live, and most importantly, be kind, caring, and compassionate, especially now and where we find ourselves. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so
1: much. And thank you to
0: Eric, our stellar producer, and you, the listener.
1: Uh, Don't forget to subscribe and like our podcast, Go Beyond the Veil, anywhere you can find podcasts.
0: Love the show? Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends. You can find me at sakurasetter.com.
1: You can find me at roryreich.com. Tune in every second Wednesday of each month at 2 to 3 p.m. for more Go Beyond the Veil, where we We make make spiritual spiritual sense. sense.